It's just too much. I think she's a very nice girl. And they just made me employee of the month yesterday, so I'm getting a lot of calls. I know where I'm not wanted, and I'm not wanted any place where people have all these social obligations if you get one of me. That's not true. You have you have two kinds of stuffing. You have real cranberry sauce. Run! I mean, I have absolutely no idea what we're doing here, or what I'm doing here, or what this place is about, but I am determined to enjoy myself. And I'm very intrigued, and oh my, this soup's delicious, isn't it? Welcome to the Best Supporting Actor show, where we continue to queen out on all things Best Supporting Actress. Uh, coming up will probably be a lot of awards talk, but in the meantime, certainly tons of chit-chat about the things we're watching, the things we've assigned each other, and the things that are our BSA of the week. In the meantime, I am still Colin. And I am still Nick. And... Uh, for those who celebrate a belated happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. I mean, we're recording it before Thanksgiving, but uh, did right. you, do you have any plans? What did you do for Thanksgiving or what do you plan on doing? It's a weird question to ask, I guess, but since we're. Yeah. Well, if my plans went according to plan, <laughs> I went to my friends in New Jersey and uh I had Thanksgiving with like her parents and her sister and her sister's family and some other family friends. And I would imagine that I'm glad I went, even though me now recording before Thanksgiving does not want to have to leave the house tomorrow. <laughs> and that's, you know, of course, a, a running theme in my life that I'm trying to break. I'm trying to be more social because sure. I, I just love to hang out on that couch and pack a bowl and watch some housewives, yes. you know, and like. Maybe I could order Taco Bell, whatever. It's healthy-ish, you know? There's lettuce, <laughs> There's lettuce on and it, tomato, you know? yeah. Lettuce and tomato on it. It all cancels out. And so uh, I, so I'm glad that I'm doing it. You know, last year for Thanksgiving, I, like, ordered from a restaurant, and it was just like, this is sad, and, you know, it's it pathetic. And so I'm going to do that, and then I might – my friend in Astoria, which would have been a lot easier because I could have just walked there, but – he and his boyfriend are having some people over. So I might try to go see them afterwards, but like depending on when I get, when I get home, I, my tank might be empty and I might just, you know, go home. But yeah. uh, I assume that I had a great time and that I was glad I went out and spent the day with people and ate a lot of food. Yeah, so, that sounds lovely. Um, Do you, I'll get into my, you know, Thanksgiving plans in a second here too, but I, very late in life, did not know, I guess, or was informed about the whole, like, getting drunk the night before Thanksgiving. And it's like, you know, everyone from high school goes down to the local pub and oh, just, like, uh -huh. gets wasted. I was like, I never knew that. It's like, it's what, like one of the, like, the busiest days of the year. It makes sense because everyone's at home for the holidays. They all go out and drink. But, like, I would not want to be hungover for Thanksgiving dinner, I don't think. Right, right. I, I just, yeah, I, I, that sounds familiar and that makes a lot of sense. I don't have that experience. I don't really have a, I don't have a home. Not that I don't have a home to go home to, but like, I, no, there, I would never go back to where I went to high school. There's no one there. Yeah. So, um, and I wouldn't drink with people I went to high school sure, with. Sure, sure, sure. You know, uh, so yeah, that makes sense in a certain way, but also, yeah, I wouldn't want to be hungover. I feel like, you know, this year, I don't want to be hungover. I don't want to have a food hangover either. You know, yeah. I don't, I don't crave, I think it's because I've been giving in to the Taco Bell and whatnot. I don't crave the gluttony of Thanksgiving this year. That's good. You know what I mean? Good for you because I, 
Every year I tell myself. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah. Well, we had a Friendsgiving last weekend at my friend Nikki's house. And like, you know, there was, if it's in front of me, I'm going to eat it. And I smoked before, of course. So it was just like, you, you, you aren't really keeping tabs whenever that happens. So like, I was so uncomfortable by the time I got home. And I'm like, why do I do this to myself? Why? Why do I do it? Because it's there. It's in front of you. I love everything that is involved with Thanksgiving. And then, like, desserts come out, like, a half hour later when really they should come out, like, two hours later. My family's all about, like, uh-huh. as soon as, like, it's really, like, 20 minutes or so. Like, as soon as we're done eating dinner, whenever that is, the pies are coming out. So, I don't know. It's it's a lot. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's it is. It's an aggressive form of eating. And when you eat that quickly, you know, it's like your body it, it's the thing of like your your brain doesn't know that you're full for like 20 minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's why we get to that like grossly overfull thing is because because of what you're saying is like you got to give it a little time. I you know, let my stomach tell my brain, you know, it still uses like, you know, a fax machine. Give it time <laughs> to let it know that I'm full. Yeah, the dial you know? up, the modem is broken. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm I'm using my my AOL, you know, free hours yeah. from a floppy disk, you know. Yeah, you're really um, full instead of you got mail. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you've got please full. stop eating. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I just you got full. There it is. Um, I so and especially like if I have a couple glasses of wine beforehand and then I get really stuffed, I just feel like I I I turn into a baby and immediately need a nap. Like I am just like I'm yep. done. Um, so uh, I predict I'll probably do the same thing that I've always done and overeat and feel uncomfortable. But I I hope that I don't because I don't know like right sure because it's not going anywhere. Like if anything, it's more leftovers you know maybe i'll think of it that way i'll try to really think as i'm eating that intuitive eating trend you know everyone's jumping on that train yeah yeah like later i'm gonna want this i'm gonna want to make a sandwich out of this so let me not eat it right now yes yes Ugh. now i have to ask the most important question please and this is in a sort of quantum universe where there's all options but uh if you and we we can't factor in multiple plates, yeah. but if you're gonna put together your ideal Thanksgiving plate, please talk me through the ingredients. Ooh, all right. So uh, I love all the sides. My family doesn't do mac and cheese. I feel like that's one thing I wish we did do. In fact, but um, I yeah. think you know you got the turkey, and I although I do love mashed potatoes, I'm always. I always will choose sweet potatoes on there's always the sweet potato casserole, whether it's store bought or homemade. I'm always into it with the nuts and the brown sugar. I am. Mm -hmm. I'm into it. And I really could take or leave the mashed potatoes, which is crazy. It's like Keon's favorite food. He loves mashed potatoes. I don't know why he like goes crazy over them, but they're very um, comforting. They are. Of course. Yeah. There's a, I like them. Nice quality. Um, So you've got, all right. So white meat or dark meat with a turkey. Ooh, um, I would probably choose white meat, but if a dark piece happens to fall on the plate, I'm not mad about it because I know there's more flavor. I mean, it's like chicken thighs versus chicken breast. Like thighs are, they're the supreme like choice yeah. of meats, but it, it gets a little, it's not as fun to look at. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, it doesn't have the same <laughs> curb appeal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so yeah. I'd, I'd probably go for whites. Um, we usually White have with a little dark. Yeah. Yes, uh-huh. yes. Um, stuffing. I'm gonna, you know, that's like one third of my plate is stuffing because right. it's just, uh, it's just great. My grandmother's stuffing is excellent. I can't wait to eat it. Um, 
And I, we usually do the store-bought cranberry sauce. I am a, you know, a firm believer and that's all you need. But I've had homemade cranberry sauces. I'm not going to turn it down. Um, and I think as far as veggies or just like casseroles, um, I love a good green bean casserole. My grandma is going to make this like broccoli cheese and rice casserole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom calls it a salad, but it's not a salad. It's like a Midwest thing, you know? Right, right. Um, but it's hot and it's good. Um, I think Keon wants to make Brussels sprouts because he's very subtly just like, you know, my family doesn't do vegetables without like three pounds of butter on it or covered in I some see. sort of like cream of something soup. <laughs> so, yeah. And yeah. I get that. He wants to be, if he can... Like I think we've we've graduated to like steamed string beans, but there's still butter on it. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and I love like steamed like carrots that are then like covered in like butter and like sure, a little bit of sugar. Yes, yes. You know, you want to really you want to really fuck up a plate. That's the way to do it. Get some sweet little baby carrots on that plate. Yes, I absolutely agree. And I think am I missing something? Am I missing something at all? I don't know. And like, you know, it's pretty standard practice. You know, you get the bite of the turkey, you get a little bit of stuffing. Gravy only on the stuffing and the turkey. I don't do it uh, all over important everything. Important question yeah. to ask you, what do you do with the gravy? Uh-huh. Yeah, but I, I again I wouldn't be mad if gravy touched something that it shouldn't, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna start there. I'm gonna you know, I'm gonna okay. pour it on just the turkey and the It's great though. I mean I love it. It's it's so good. What about you? I think my ideal plate, you know, if I had to make a choice, so I want, you know, I actually, I don't want too much turkey, you know, there there are people that load up the turkey, right? I think the turkey should almost be treated like a side. Yes. And, you know, you just don't eat that much. And honestly, like the number of good bites of turkey that I've had in my life, Mm -hmm. I could count. You know, on one hand, it's usually, you know, it's usually too dry or it just it needs all of the stuff that goes with it. And so yes. the flavor is almost just like a seasoning. I just want the turkey flavor and the texture to complement the stuffing and etc. So so I want some turkey and I want there to be some skin in the game. Yes. So oh, a w- very crucial part. Yes. Thank you yep. for mentioning that. Yeah. Yep. Some, you know, uh, not to be. Not to be uncouth, but a little breast skin goes a long way. <laughs> uh, I love some breast skin. <laughs> the crispier, the better. The crispy breast skin. Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's like a. It's like a weird. Uh, yeah, I magician. don't even know. Yeah, the crispy breast skin. <laughs> um, anyway, so I've got my crispy breast skin turkey. So I got turkey. Agreed. So much goddamn stuffing. So much yeah. stuffing. And I know that they say it's not healthy to eat the stuffing that's in the bird, but that's the moist stuff. But um, yeah. so you got to get a little bit of that and you got to get the, the casserole kind, kind as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I do like a mashed potato in this situation. Sure. And, but I'm not mad at a nice roasted potato. I'm not mad at like any really potato. Uh, if there was a scalloped potato, that's exciting. Oh, um, yeah. Right? Uh, so some kind of potato representation. I'm not too picky on that one. Um, vegetables, I mean, like, if it's Thanksgiving and, like, what I grew up with, it's probably some kind of green bean situation. Uh, but those sweet baby carrots, those I'd like to make some space for as well. And a little bit of cranberry sauce. I treat cranberry sauce the way I would treat, like, ketchup. I want to control where it goes. And for me, it's like it, accom- it accompanies the turkey in the mix. You know what yes, I mean? Yes, yes. Um, 
But like, if there's some cranberry on the potatoes, then I'm like, Ugh. oh, you don't, don't like that. You don't. I, oh, you know, I don't know. Sometimes, it, sometimes it looks like a blood clot in snow. You know what I mean? <laughs> so <laughs> think yes. about that. Think about that. Okay, this thing. I will. Yeah, I uh, oh, go on. Anyway. No, I I don't want to. Is that is that the end of the your plate? gravy on turkey mashed okay, potatoes yes. and stuffing? Turkey mashed potatoes. Okay, yeah, that that adds yeah. up. That checks out. Yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, and you know we haven't desserts. I mean, we've talked about cold pumpkin pie the next day, but you know, I gotta say, I feel like with Thanksgiving, I don't know what to expect with dessert. Like, obviously, I literally don't know what to expect. I don't know what's gonna be at this house that I went to yesterday. <laughs> Yeah, sure. That I went to yesterday. I I mean, we're we're a pumpkin pie. I'm making two pumpkin pies today at some points, um, you know, or two days ago. Um, and my family, my mom used to do a chocolate pie, and which I love, mm. but it was basically just chocolate pudding. It wasn't like the kind of pie that like Minnie made in the movie The Help. You know Ooh, what I mean? It that's wasn't what I want. Cause that's, yeah. yeah, that's that's a that's with the volume turned up. But I still love a chocolate pie because my brother doesn't like pumpkin pie. Keon really doesn't love pumpkin pie either. Um, a lot of people in my life that are close to me don't give a damn about pumpkin pie, which I find interesting. But um, I'm still going to make it <laughs> and, and eat it and right. enjoy this is it for yourself tomorrow or on this this weekend. Yeah. Yes. And I, I will never turn down, although my family I don't. The amount of times it's actually showed up on Thanksgiving is probably like less than three times. Like a pecan pie. Oh, with like yeah. a scoop of ice cream or something. Absolutely. like Absolutely. Yes. A little pecan pie goes a long way. Because yes, a, you don't need a lot, some, just a taste. No. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, now do you? Because I feel like I am at a point now, as we're talking about all this food, where I feel like I'm at a tipping point. Either I get my act together now and I get my, you know, like I, I want to lose about 10 pounds. It's no big deal. Ooh, you know what I mean? Yes, I don't even yes. really, it, it, and it's, it's not even really losing a certain number of pounds. I'm kind of like Adele, you know, I just would feel better feeling fitter than I am. Sure. Right now. Um, me and Adele, it's, you know, it's like looking in a mirror. Yeah. Now. More on her later. I can't wait. Yeah, more yeah. on her later. But I, I'm concerned that if I do not commit to that now, that it's going to get to January and I'm going to be like even further gone down the path. And so I I think with this Thanksgiving, again, I'm going to try to re- avoid the gluttony because I just I don't want to I don't want to make like a New Year's resolution that I'm going to get in shape. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm I'm digesting all of this pun intended because um, I I feel that I'm also at like. A, a very specific moment we're on the brink of all this going downhill and I've never really been able to control it or really have any I don't know like yeah control over how much I eat during the holidays because I'm just like it's the holidays like I, I said that like six times last night because we went to mm-hmm. we went to this like interactive Van Gogh experience which I feel is oh, all yeah. around the country yeah I'm going to talk mm-hmm. about that in a second but we went to uh Burgatory out of all ran like the random places and I hadn't been there in ages and I was like do I want a milkshake kind of and so I got the cookie it was called the cookie monster milkshake I have no regrets and I also got a burger and fries and I again I was like I should save half of this burger and half of this half of these fries and I ate it all and it was like Mm -hmm. a very interesting moment because I'm like why am I why am I doing this and I felt so uncomfortable and but then I was like, because um, our friend Neha was going to get a milkshake and I'm like, it's the holidays. Go for it. And that's 
I can't lead with that. And maybe that's something I have to erase from my like mental vocabulary as I'm talking about treating myself in the next two months. Yeah, I it's a and it's again, you know, it, it's less of like, you know, oh, to, I don't want to be skinny. What was I watching recently? Oh, what was I? Oh, I think was I watching? Was it? Oh God, was it Real Housewives? It was something about. Oh, I'm totally blanking. My brain is like there was. It was something about. I think it must have been Real Housewives, where okay. uh, if you're really skinny as you get older, like men, like anyone, if you're kind of you really skinny, you can look kind of gaunt as you look older. Yeah. So it's good to have a couple extra pounds on you because it like will help you age you know it'll kind of keep you flush as you age you know what I mean yes I totally agree because it's it does make you look younger when you're a little bit more plump I I think like I think my like right now if I was to be honest especially with like the last week I'm probably at about 207 I'd say maybe even 208 I don't even know but I feel like 220 but I'm not I'm not there yet sure and I feel like my ideal range would be 195 to 200 I feel really good about that like you said 10 pounds um yeah yeah and and it's yeah it's it's that matter of like I just want to feel like I'm it's like wearing a pair of shoes that's a half size off you know it's like yeah I could wear these but I'm not like wildly comfortable you know yeah, it doesn't help that I'm working from home and can just wear a sweatshirt and sweatpants. Like, that's what gets me in trouble more than anything. Like, I feel like uh-huh. all my like my girlfriends say, like, that's why leggings are so problematic because you just put them on and you feel sucked in. But, like, you know, looking at myself at pictures from Keon's birthday and then just, like, obviously wearing clothes that I haven't worn. I, I know. I know where I'm at and I'm not comfortable with it. Like, really, if I could just fit in my clothes again and feel good, that's kind of the goal. Yeah, maybe we need to start like a best supporting bodies <laughs> best support. weight loss program together and and you know, we'll check in every week on the best supporting after show. <laughs> I know. We're losing our subscribers as we speak, but maybe people will be into it, who knows. Maybe they I, would. I think um yeah. there was a little sign from the universe that um Keon, I can't remember how he's getting it. Why don't I remember the connection? It's something through his work. But he's getting we have a year, a free year of a, a subscription to the Peloton app, um, which is oh. what we had before because yeah. we weren't ready to take the plunge. So we bought like a hundred dollar uh, bike on Facebook Marketplace. That's beautiful, but it's not the Peloton bike. It's just like a bike. And then we were just using my iPad to take Peloton classes. But I do think that that could be lucrative. I think that that's like the universe just gently nudging, saying like, hey. You know, just go down for 20 minutes. Take a class. Yeah. It well, doesn't have to know, be on the bike. It can be other stuff, too, because there's other stuff on the Peloton app. Right. I just did yoga yesterday because yeah. I didn't feel like getting on the bike. But, you know, not for nothing, not to talk inside baseball, but the infamous group chat. I know Amanda has gotten rid of her Peloton in the move. Sure. But I know that Jody, Jody and I are on, we're friends on Peloton. Yes. And so maybe we could do a little group chat ride every once in a while where, we're all, where you know, we all are like, hey, you want to do that? You know, you want to do the Ben Aldis 20-minute EDM ride? You betcha. <laughs> the you Come know? From Away Peloton ride. The Come From Away <laughs> ride. Oh, my God. Ugh. We just need to make that. I'll make a playlist. We can all just press play at once and be on, oh like, my God. speakerphone. <laughs> oh, God. The, the sprint. All right. You'll be a new Finlander. Now go. Yes. yes. Oh welcome God, to the, welcome cringy. to the, welcome to the. Oh, oh boy! Yes, this is where we stand up on the bike. Anyway, um, yes, yeah, exactly. I, I, 
I'm optimistic, um, but it's it's hard. Holidays are hard because everything's right in front of you, and <sighs> I don't know. I just love food a lot, and I need to reevaluate some things. But I think we, I think we can move on from our sure, sure. next course of the of the episode. Diet. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I want to talk about that Van Gogh thing actually because we went last night. This is a wildly controversial opinion but i actually loved it and a lot of my friends have gone to it and hated it and i feel like there's a lot of mixed reviews so you mentioned you heard of it i feel like it's in just like it's like on tour you know what i mean like it's in all these cities so so what is your familiarity with it 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 seems like the new bodies exhibit remember bodies was everywhere yeah i feel like now it's this van gogh thing i don't know what to think of it i just know that it exists there's another thing in the in new york right now that is sort of a similar thing. I keep getting ads for on Instagram, and I might eventually just give in and try it. But uh, so I don't really know what to expect. It seems like you sit in a big room, and then it's like you're inside the painting. I, you tell me. That's all I know. Yeah, it's in a. It's like this, uh, like presented as like an immersive Van Gogh experience, and um, it's only one room. And Jamie went before we went, like last week, and she's like, "I hated it. It's not what I expected it to be." Like I also thought the same thing that it was multiple rooms. You know, one of the rooms is like you know the famous like sunflower painting, and then maybe the next room is Starry Night. Um, little Josh Groban there, little Vincent. <laughs> oh gosh! And oh, um, no, I'll break. I'll break. Yeah. Yeah. So in a way, I was kind of glad that my expectations were like really low because I was like, whatever, let's just go. I would say to everyone out there, if you have the ability to do so, like pop in an edible, you know, I or smoke mm. or do something because it will. Take it to the next level. I had a great time. I took a little bit of an edible before I went and, um, you know, took another just like quick puff before we walked in. And I loved it. The music is great. It's like it's like all this like beautiful classical music. Um, there's like some handle, like adagio for strings. And then there's um, that La Vie en Rose song, the that she sings at the end of the movie that non je ne regrette rien that song yeah. and I was just like I almost like stood up and clapped after that part because I was so moved and so stoned too so like it really was I had a great time I loved it it's only like 37 minutes you there are a certain number of seats but there's not a seat for everyone I just want to make that known um, so you kind of have to get in line. So I'm like going into way more detail than I have to with this. But if you do go the way that we did it, they have a bar there, which was fun. So we had we had a couple drinks and we we just I thought you just walk in whenever you want. And it's just on loop. And whenever you're done, you're just done. But we didn't know that uh, there is actually a line that forms because our, our slot was supposed to be at six o'clock. So we we just waltzed in there. And it was maybe like 10 minutes away from being done. So we were like, oh, I guess we just like stay for the next. And we were sitting on the floor, which, you know, Mm -hmm. I feel like we're past sitting on the floor age. I could still do it, but I don't love it. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I want, you know, even a bench gets old fast. I want a real seat. Yeah, Yeah, I need like a back to my chair. So we only had to sit on the floor for like 10 minutes and that was like enough. And then people were leaving So as the people like our group that we were supposed to be waiting in line for or with was walking in, we went ahead and just nabbed a bench or three 
because we had like a bigger group and we sat on a bench and watched it the whole way through again. So we really got our money's worth. Um, oh, good. But it was just all this big accident. Like we should have not done it that way, but it turned out to be the best case scenario as far as like sitting arrangements. So I I loved it. I had a really good time. It might not be for everyone. You, you should be on drugs. <laughs> when you see it because it really is cool yeah and it's just it's uh, projections some of them are on the floor and the walls I I really liked it I had a good time well, all right. Well, all right. Yeah, I, I think it's happening still in New York. I, I'll, I'll give it a goosey. Yeah, gander. it's expensive though. I think our tickets were like fifty or sixty bucks. So, like, I think that's probably the biggest crime. Is like mm-hmm. you're just yeah. sitting in a room. Like they're making a lot of money off of this. Right. Right. Yeah. The, the, the cost to run this, you know, for each group is probably not massive. Yes. Know? Yes. So that's my official review on that. Um, what have you been watching or listening to or consuming this week? Well, you know, kind of on the topic of what we were talking about before, and maybe, you know, the, the, well, you have the free Peloton app, you know, sign from the universe. I kept getting ads on YouTube for this Will Smith best shape of my life series. And I was like, you know, I don't fucking care about you, Will Smith. And, you know, what do you got? You working with a trainer? Oh, gosh. You know, you're just like us, aren't you? Yeah. And so. And I was just, like, so tired of seeing it. And there's just something about, like, I, I don't know. Like, I think we talked about this briefly in the, in the group chat. But there's something about the Smith family that I just – it's, like, Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard. They just make me uncomfortable. Like, just, like, <laughs> oh, you just make me uncomfortable. Okay. I just – you make me – you your representation of marriage confirms I, like, never want to be married. I like, see. That's, I think, what it comes down to is, like, God, you are, like, the definition of marriage sucks. Um so, uh, and as a child of divorce, like that's all I need as a reminder. So anyway, <laughs> that's a me thing. So if you're a big Will and Jada fan, don't take it personally. Uh, but, sure. uh, so I finally was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to hit click. I'm going to hit play on one of these episodes and I'm going to watch it till I hate it. And then I'll turn it off. And I only watched the first episode, but I didn't hate it. I actually really liked it. Oh, and fun. the way that they kind of set it up. And I think what your expectation is, is it's going to be this, big budget overblown watching you know this inspirational year of will smith um getting back into shape and writing his memoir and it's going to be full of lots of gadgets and lots of thrills and oh my god now he's jumping out of an airplane and you know what i mean like it was going to be that kind of like you know uh bowflex commercial essentially sure and then they kind of pull the rug out and it's like well that's what we thought we were creating and then they kind of show will smith being like i don't want to do this anymore I don't want to do this anymore. I'm done. And so you're like, okay, cool. This is going to be a little more real. And again, it's still produced. It's still real in quotes. You know what I mean? Like there's still scenes of like, here's Will standing alone looking contemplative in his backyard. And it's like, okay, well, yeah. that's that's not an off-the-cuff shot, you know? So I I enjoyed it in that it was like, oh, thank God. This is not that like aspirational fake Hollywood bullshit. Um, I still think Will Smith trying to lose 20 pounds in 20 weeks is going to be way more successful than most people trying to lose 20 pounds in 20 weeks. And that, you know, given what resources we have versus what he has has. So like, um, sorry, sweetheart, you'll never be just like us, but, uh, it was honestly a lot better than I expected. So, uh, if, and it was like 20 minutes. So if, I don't know, I kind of recommend it. 
Cool. I I saw that advertised. I mean, even at his like most doughy, he still looks fine. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I wouldn't kick right. him out of bed. I mean, he, he. But yeah, compared to what you were like twenty years ago, yeah, we all want to be what we were. I mean, I was not that old at twenty years ago, but you know what I mean. Uh, at, right. Right. At our peak, we'll say. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so that's one okay. thing that I was I've been watching. Um. You know, I actually did not watch the most recent episode of Great British Bake Off, but I knew, I saw a post about who the final three were, so I knew, you know, who was going to the finale. And honestly, I'm so relieved because I didn't want Christelle to get chopped. I know, that top four slot. I mean, I think, I I do, and maybe you know as well, like, who the winner is at this point, because I just stumbled on it upon Instagram. And I, I feel like maybe... Let's not say it just know. in case. I okay, don't know I, 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 w- I, don't I wasn't going to say yeah. it anyway, so perfect. Because um, it is strange because the finale was on Tuesday of this week. So, like, and it was, like, one of those things where, like, I opened up Instagram and it, it was immediately there. I was like, oh, well, this is my own fault for doing this. But, um, you know, if I really wanted to avoid it, I probably could have. But it's everywhere and I'm following all the people that are on the show. But, um, but yeah, Christelle, Chiggs, and uh, Giuseppe are the final three. Poor Jurgen, but I love. Do they? I feel like they should have an all stars for that show, but maybe they don't. I don't know that much about it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. I, I mean, I feel like at this point they certainly could. They've had enough seasons. So. Yeah, I feel like they have holiday specials where they'll where they'll bring like fan favorites back or something. Yeah, so, yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. So so yeah. No, I I do not know who wins. And okay, good, uh, you know, good, good. happy for any any one of them. Obviously, I think all yeah, three of all them great. are great. Yeah. So um so yeah. So I'm not quite quite caught up on that. So I'll watch that at some point. Lovely. But um, what else are you watching? Uh, well, I did text you about this as well, and I also texted Amanda to get her take. But uh, Keon and I watched Tick Tick Boom on Netflix. And I'm I'm so interested in your viewing of this. I don't want to assign it to you because I I don't know why. Like I know you will most likely hate it, but maybe this is the best way because I've I pitched it to you, selling so many pieces of it. Like the Judith Light, Judith Light alone is the reason to watch this movie, mm. and um, Robin de Jesus is so good in this movie like I just am obsessed with him and Andrew Garfield is sensational like I really think it's one of my favorite roles I've ever seen him in and I know that's like your I don't know how your opinion of him has evolved like throughout the last year like since you've seen him in Angel- was it Angels in America that's what you saw it him? was yeah yes, you were like yes. okay fine um I saw an angel, I saw an angel. Yeah. um I think that's Maybe the best way to present it, especially since we just did Coda, is that co- it, it kind of starts out a little bit like Coda, um, where you're just like, where's this going? It's a little cheese. And then it just like the second act, as it were, um, is just great. And so much talking through tears and it's so beautiful. And that's that's I'll stop pitching it to you. I'm not going to say anything else about it. But I, I really loved it a lot. I, I, I loved it more than I thought I would. All right. I'll watch it. I You know, I'm curious. The the Judith Light of it all is oh, certainly um, so good. And and yeah, if I love it, you know, then we should totally do an episode on it. Um, yeah, maybe. I, I don't. I don't want to like ruin it. If you don't like it, there's no point in like doing a come from away episode. <laughs> you know, I liked it. And really, like as far as BSAs are concerned, it's really like Judith Light 
and like I said in the text, like a Robin de Jesus sort of like as a queen character, um, mm. you know, a queen and a queen. It's like a double entendre there too. But I, um, I, it's a high recommend. I love Tick 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 Boom. Have you have you listened to any of it? Even like, I know you're not. No. <laughs> I know you're not. A I big don't know. Rent fan. <laughs> I know. I am not a renter. I you know barely want to sublet that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. not a rent head. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I know nothing about Tick, okay. Tick, Boom. Okay. Tick, Tick, Boom. You know, there's there's always these things that I would like, I'll conflate one with the other. I feel like um, oh, there was something. I mean, the only example I can think of is, uh, I think we've talked about this, is that for the longest time I used to always think the musical company and the musical working were like, I couldn't, I always confuse those see two. I see that, yeah. Because I used to think, well, isn't it about an office? And so t- for some reason I've always kind of, mishmashed tick tick boom with title of show okay i can it, it's a weird association but i kind of get that logic so to speak yeah um yeah kind of i mean both title of show and tick tick boom are small casts for sure um but yeah i yeah i don't know i don't know how to i don't know that's i mean there's there, there's probably no logic to that whatsoever sure um but that's where my brain goes so um all right. Well, you know, uh, keep an eye on the clock. Maybe I will uh, give Tick Tick Boom uh, a Tick Tick shot. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also wanted to say real quick. This is this is a non-story, but um, I was um, going to press play on King Richard because it's on HBO Max and under uh, Will Smith. Speaking of him, it's two hours and like twenty-four minutes long. I'm uh, like, why? I was like, this is going to take me like a week to get through. I still want to watch it because I do feel like he is a top contender. And um, I just I, I just think it's a movie that I want to watch. So but it's it's going to take some time for that one, I feel. Yeah, I we just talked about that on an episode of All Right, Mary. And Johnny was queening out about uh, Anjanou Ellis, who plays. Yes, uh, there's a BSA. In it. OK, yes. yeah. OK, so uh, so I know, but two hours and 25 minutes. yeah, Something like uh, that. I don't know. I was like, whoa, yeah. that's uh, all right. Fine. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well. Um, I did start watching, I, I, you know, need to diversify because for anyone who's on the edge of their seats, maybe we'll do the Roni update now. I mean, I feel like at this point there's either people who are like, oh God, you're not, not housewives talk, <laughs> but there's some people who are like, yeah, housewives talk. And yeah. so I can't make everybody happy. So I'm just going to give in. I, you know, I kept watching and I was getting real bored with season five, to be honest. And I skipped to the finale or the, the reunion and then I and I know I'm missing things, but I watched like one episode of season six and I was like, oh, I don't care. And uh, just jumped to season seven and no regrets. Yeah, no season regrets. seven's great. The return of Bethany, that first episode, it was I mean, I will say this and this is this is true of many things in my life is that I will find something that I like. I will binge and obsess about it for like a couple weeks or whatever and just it becomes the, the center of my life and I research it and I and I just you know it's like uh, it becomes the thing I talk about with everybody and then I burn out on it and I do think that I maybe have gotten there where I'm not as excited to keep watching Real Housewives sure. I think um, I think the reality of the situation is like if if it ain't got Jill Zarin, that I'm not really caring about. Yeah. So I think yes. that's what the bumper sticker says, you know? Yes. I get that. I do. I mean, that's where you were. I feel like a, a lot of it's like similar to Drag Race, too. It's like the show evolves, but like the cast evolves, too. And 
a big shift in season five. I am trucking, trucking. Is that the word? Uh, I'm, I'm yeah. working my way through it. Is what I'm trying to say. Um, and I don't mind it. I think there are some little nuggets in there that I, I am latching onto. I really love Carol a lot. Um, Radzi. Yeah, and I, but I get it. I, I, I said this again the last week or the last time we talked about Housewives is I started with season seven and at the risk of pulling another West Wing moment, I feel like I watched five or six episodes and I loved it. And then my friend Jamie said, you should go back to the beginning. So I did that. And that's, I'm, I'm going to keep, uh, you know, trudging through and eventually I will get the seven, but I am jealous that you're there and it makes me, but I am happy that you're happy where you are. Yeah. I mean, I just, you know, I, I think, uh, it's it started to just become a thing that I wasn't as like hooked into, you know, it's like, you know, it's like, give me the Morocco trip. Give me, you know, scary Island. Give me, you know, whatever, like Bethany and, uh, and Jill and the potato pancakes. Like I wasn't, and you know, and I'm sure there's people listening who are like, yeah, but then Ramona threw a glass at Kristen's face. And I'm like, who the fuck is Kristen? You know, <laughs> uh, she's nobody. She's like such a, like a supporting character from what I've seen. Um, and there's that too, that I find fascinating is like, the women who are on this show that are clear supporting characters, you know what I mean? Yes. Like the, those, it's just like, Oh, what are you doing here? Like eventually Cindy became that, you know? Yeah. Kind of in a way. Um, there was something else I was going to say about, Oh, I did. I mean, I, you were exactly right in your description of the season four reunion, because uh, I think maybe you texted it to me. It's like the amount of time that one of those women like has the floor to themselves for more than 10 seconds. Like just to say something happens about like less than three times. And it was yeah. just, it was a whole, I, I didn't finish it. I didn't. And I, I will eventually go back, but I feel like I was just excited to get to season five, but nothing was happening during that reunion. It was just a lot of talking over people. And I was like, this is, this is chaos. So yeah. I will go back, even, but even Andy was getting frustrated. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I didn't love that. So, uh yeah, onward and upward. I'm excited for you to start season seven and to see where you are. You know, like next week or the week after to see if you're. I feel like once Dorinda gets in there and Bethany returns, it's it's smooth sailing. It is. It's definitely been more interesting. But yeah, yeah. I think I needed to start mixing things up a little bit. I was like, well, I can't watch this all the time. I can't. I can't do this. You know, yeah. I can't order Taco Bell every time I want it. It's like and too I much chocolate watch... cake. You gotta put yeah. the cake away. Yeah. Right. I got to put it away. I just, I need to eat something else. Give me a granola bar, you know? Yeah. So, uh, so I shifted a little bit away from Housewives. Have you watched, um, and I can't believe it took me this long, but I, I asked enough people about it and they're like, oh no, that show is great. You should watch it. But have you ever watched the show Big Mouth? No. And I've always been curious. So please. I honestly, I almost assigned it to you, but I think you'll you maybe I'll get there a, on my own. Assignment. Yeah. You'll get to there on your own. You know, I, I'll let you get there, but I'll tell you, Oh my God, it was, I've only watched like the first, like six episodes of the first season, but Oh my God, it is so, it is filthier than you think it is. <laughs> it is filthy. And I love it. It's so wrong. I feel like it, I would say that it's giving me like, it goes to the same places that like, strangers with candy went oh wow like that kind of just like oh god you really like some real fucked up jokes and you know some of the you know the the, the button pushing of say a family guy or a south park or sure whatever. 
but you know and then also a lot of the the same heart and life lessons of like a pen 15 and the awkwardness of being a teen uh, you know a you know a prepubescent teenager or whatever um it's great and i i mean so uh i don't i'm not some people love john mulaney and i don't know if we're allowed to like him anymore or whatever you know you gotta check the you know are they canceled.com <laughs> yes. but i've never really watched his stand-up or even really watched him on i guess snl um but he play he does the voice of one of the characters and i'm now so charmed by him he's such a good voice actor yeah um, i feel like he would excel in that yeah it's like really yeah. relaxing and i feel like does he play more than one character or is it just one uh that you I know i think of? I think he's just playing the one. Okay. But there's, I mean, uh, what's her name? Oh, God. What's her name? Uh, Paula Pell plays one uh, of the moms. Love that. Maya Rudolph is in that's an Emmy winning voiceover performance for her. Yeah. Maya Rudolph is, she, Maya Rudolph is also one of the, the moms as well. Maya Rudolph and Fred Armisen, I think, play <laughs> oh, John Mulaney's character's parents. And oh, Fred Armisen is amazing. He's, um, I could see him doing really well on that show. Yes. Yeah, it's uh, and then uh, one of the other, the other sort of main kid. His parents are, I think, it's Paula Pell and Richard Kind, and it's just, it's so oh, good. Yes, but um, yeah, Maya Rudolph also plays one of the hormone monsters. Mm-hmm. She, it's so it's so so funny. So um, and then uh, an interesting one is Jenny Slate. She, I think, they recently changed this. She was doing the voice of a little girl. Um, who's black in the show? And eventually, they were like, "Why do you have a white girl? Why do you have a white woman yes. playing a black girl?" And so they did. Eventually, I think in one of the most recent seasons recast it. But that aside, Jenny Slate is that character is the BSA. She is so fucking funny. So um, I I really recommend it. The first episode it it starts with a bang. Like it's like okay, we're not wasting any time. Uh, high recommend. I love that. Sort of like an unofficial assignment. That's I love that pitch. I'm excited about it. And I, I've been meaning to pull the trigger on that for a while. So great. Yeah. Um, anything else you're watching that is uh, worth mentioning? No, I was going to say maybe that's our cue to get into best supporting assignments. But uh, do you have anything else on your end? The only other thing, and you know, I would say tangential to Big Mouth. I feel like there, this has become such a genre of of like, and and it's not a new one because Cartoon Network used to do this, but you know, and even The Simpsons, but adult friendly or adult centered animated stuff, you know. Um, and I feel like Netflix has a lot of that, you know. Obviously, Big Mouth, but there's another show called Chicago Party Ant. Have you heard of that? <laughs> no, I've never heard of that and- in my life. So, and I had heard of it, but then it kind of like, you know, it slipped my mind, and then I, I gave that a go as well. And it's okay. RuPaul is one of the characters, voices one of the characters. Okay. So that's cute. It's okay. I thought it was, it's lots of, lots of Chicago references, so I guess that's cute. But, okay. um, you know, I think if, if, if you like Big Mouth... And, you know, all these other shows eh, give Chicago Party, a, a, you know, a, a go. But I don't know if it's – I didn't love it as much as I Got thought it. I would, a show about a Chicago Party. Aunt, yeah, that sounds – yeah, that sounds like a dream description. Yeah, yes. Aunt Diane. No uh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. But I think you're right. Let us now – let that be our transition into the best supporting assignment. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm going to jump in on what you assigned me. And I will say, I'm going to be honest, I didn't listen to all of them, but I listened to probably at least five. 
I will say, of the sound of the clips, or the, not the clips, the tracks that you sent me for the soundtrack to The Omen, correct? The Omen. Yes, the original Omen. Yes, by Jerry Goldsmith. And even, I mean, honestly, too, when you sent me, you sent them through like a Spotify link, and <laughs> that movie poster or whatever you'll call it, I guess the album cover in this case is terrifying. I don't even know what the omen is about. Do you, can you enlighten me a little bit? It sounds like the devil or something. The devil's afoot. It is. So the omen is about um uh this I think he's like in a, a US ambassador or something, but it's this couple and their son is um like the son of Satan or something like that. And he's like Satan incarnate. And so he's come to this, you know, he's been incarnated to, I guess, you know, um, I don't even know the whole plot line, but in any sure. event, he is, you know, he has the power to obviously have people killed who are crossing him and Whoa. whatnot. Um, and so, yeah, it's about this evil little kid um, killing people. Lovely. Um, I will say I was, I was listening to them this morning as I was like getting ready to record and doing a whole bunch of other things. So it, it definitely had an effect because like I was a little frazzled this morning and this was like amping it up, but like in a good way, I wasn't like, Wah. but I think like, I totally agree with everything you sort of laid out last week too. It's like this, this is a, a soundtrack out of 27 and it's like, it's like, for the most part, I'd imagine, and from what I heard, like all in Latin, which like makes it even more scary, if that makes sense. Like, I don't know what it is about it, but I, I, I did write down one moment. I think it's in the, um, let me check my notes here. Safari Park at like two minutes in because it's such a shift. And mm-hmm. I, I'm really, really curious to see what this would like. I'm, I don't know if I have it in me to watch this movie, but I, I think it would be just listening to this and not even knowing that it's from a film. Like this could be like, just like a symphony on its own. You know, it doesn't need, yeah. like, and the fact that it's like a soundtrack for a movie is so cool. And I wish that I wasn't such a weenie because I would love to watch it someday. Um, but I loved all of them. I'll, I ha- I've seen parts of the movie. Maybe I'll watch it and I'll I'll let you know if uh, if it's too much. Because again, this is the man who binge Squid Game. I know, and I I don't know, but it's not scary. It's like I don't know. Yeah. There's there's some sort of divide between like a horror film and Squid Game, and maybe if there are others out there that are like me that can binge Squid Game with no problem but not, you know, but sweat a little bit during The Exorcist, you know? Like, I, I don't know what mm-hmm. that is, but uh, I'm figuring it out. Yeah, well, I'm, I I highly recommend uh, checking it out again when you're not, <laughs> when you don't have men in your kitchen. You know, talk about an omen. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, oh, it's, this is one of my favorite movie soundtracks. I've listened to this since, like, high school. And it's just, yeah, it's just what I want. I want a soundtrack that is over the top, that is, I think it won Best Original Score. Oh, I love that. Uh, so it did win the Oscar. So at least, it, you know, it's been recognized. But, oh, uh, yeah, the the essential ones, I mean, I, I should have mentioned, like, oh, if you can't listen to all of them, but the ones if, to go back to and the one, and people listening, if you want to check out the, the score to The Omen, obviously the main theme, the main theme, you know, uh, what is it called? Ave Satani, but um, I'm a big fan of. There's a track called, and I just love this as a title on its own. But the de- the demise of Mrs. Bailey. <laughs> I was just looking at that. Yes, and of course, 
I did not get to Mrs. Baylock yet. Oh, that one is an essential. Like, okay. your assignment is incomplete. I know. <laughs> you have to to that. It's so I have an good. eye on my report card. You yes. have an eye. Uh, yes. Uh, see me after <laughs> class. That one is, it's just, uh, it's like the BSA. Because the Ave Satani is kind of, like, that was nominated for, like, original song as well. And so, like, that really kind of gets the recognition, but like the BSA of the Omen soundtrack is the demise of Mrs. Baylock. Okay. Okay. Good, good, good. I, I will go back. I will report next week uh, as well. All right. All right. I'll be checking. I'll be, you <laughs> yeah, know, check otherwise in. you're going to have uh, lunch duty. You're yeah. Be putting <laughs> the chairs up in the cafeteria. <laughs> yes. Um, well, my assignment, I had a little smorgasbord, if you will, yeah. uh, of things i had a trailer for a movie called silent night that i think either i was thinking of something different in thinking that i'd seen this trailer or it was a different trailer but it's i mean because i think i had thought that there was like oh i knew that the set was like you know basically the world's about to end Mm -hmm. there's some toxic gas that the russians are releasing everyone's gonna die in the morning so it's this like dark comedy of everyone gathering at this country house for one final night on earth and I guess I had had in my mind that, like, then a, some some evil force shows up and starts killing them. Mm. But I don't know if that actually ends up happening because none of that shows up in the trailer you, you sent me. Yeah, I didn't um, see it. So maybe this is just – maybe that's a little bit putting a hat on a hat and they can just be a bunch of people, you know – on on the brink of death because yes. it's like if some evil force showed up and started killing them, I'd be like, all right, well, I'm going to die tomorrow, so – Go for it. That's you know? true. That's very true. Yeah, but I just I've never really seen a trailer like that. I'm sure movies that are similar to it exist, but aren't really in my canon, I guess. So I was really intrigued by it. I do love Kira, and um, you know there are it a bunch like a of other big cast of yeah yeah like UK actors that I should know but I don't. So um, forgive me for that. But uh, yeah, I I think it's kind of cool. Yeah, I'm excited. So that's coming out like December 3rd, I think. Oh, nice. In that's theaters soon. and then AMC Plus, which I'm. Yeah, I don't have no, that. No, thank you. Yeah. And then I watched. I watched a little roast of Don Rickles yes. uh, of Shirley MacLaine on, on TikTok, which on TikTok. was great. I mean, as you said, like, you know, he reads her for like three minutes and then he like gives her just the sweetest compliment at the end. And. I mean, certainly the moment with Julia Roberts. I was like, just going to say, Julia, you don't have any lines. <laughs> you just nod. <laughs> you yeah. just nod. I, it was so yeah, good. I am obsessed with him. I like how polished he is. And of course, like he's an older man and, and like has been doing it for years. But like I'm obsessed with his style of roasting. I'm obsessed with like his ad libbing as he does it. What does he say? Like, first of all, I want to say the fish was lousy. I am. I just. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love him, and I. I knew his name, but I. I just didn't know. I've never watched a video of it, so I. I can't get enough. So I'm glad that you also enjoyed it. Oh, it was great, and I. And I love that you could tell that like, Shirley MacLaine was having a great time. You know. Yeah, she like, thinks she's got was... years. That's what he said. She thinks. She yeah, thinks yeah, she's she got thinks years. she got years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just love yeah. that phrase. Go ahead. Though. It was Sorry. so funny. Interrupting. Um, no, no, no. Uh, it was great. I, I really enjoyed it, and I love. I feel like you know, because I remember when I was a kid, there'd be like infomercials for like the um, what roast the like uh. Oh God! It, it's the Dean Martin roast. Sure, it'd be yes. like Dean, it, but it'd be like a series. It wasn't just roasting Dean Martin. I felt like it was, 
you know, a, a series of like these celebrities, like Lucille Ball and Ruth Buzzy and like all of these like 70s and 60s, you know, uh, stars like roasting each other. And I remember seeing infomercials for that when I was a kid and being like, I, I don't know if I understand this, but I like I think I'm too young to get what this is, you know, but I think it is. Um, I think Johnny and I maybe talked about this on All Right, Mary, but it's like. If you want, maybe even we talked about this last week, but like for drag queens now, like, yes, if you want to get really good at reading, like watch Don Rickles, like watch some of these old roasts. I just feel like this is the art of reading versus just like coming up with something nasty to say to say to someone, you know? Yeah, I think that I I mean, first of all, Christmas is coming. Can I track down that like <laughs> that DVD? Somebody buy me that because I just feel yeah. like I by by way of Don Rickles, I'm unlocking this new curiosity about that specific era of time and that era of roasting because I and I'm sure there are exceptions to the rule, but like I, I, I can only do like a, a Comedy Central roast for like less than a minute, and I have to turn it off. And I don't know what it oh, is. Yeah. I don't know if it, it may be just because roasting has become just a different beast than it was back in the '60s or '70s. But I'm very much interested in that. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to maybe doing some more research on that, finding that DVD. Well, I have to tell you, I assume this is for free because I just did a quick <gasps> Google. It looks like you can find full episodes of the Dean Martin Celebrity Roasts on Shout TV. And it looks like there's some on YouTube. There's a, there's a roast of Valerie Harper. Oh, we have to end this episode. Yeah, I, I mean, Alexa, cancel my Thanksgiving plans. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh past Thanksgiving God. at this point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Retroactively cancel it. <laughs> I am busy. Yeah, I feel so, like this is something here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's one of Betty White. All right. Well, yeah. we'll get to this. So um, my uh, now shifting over, you know, just when you thought it was safe to listen without housewives talk. <laughs> my other two assignments are housewives related. One, of course, being a compilation of Ramona Singer's wildest and wackiest moments. And God, this woman. I mean, I the one that sticks out to me because it just becomes this blur of awfulness. But the one that just like was the worst to me was that moment with Dorinda at the, when they're, she's giving a speech at some yes. event about like child abuse or something. And there's like the founder of some program there and they're standing next to her and Ramona is trying to give a speech and then she's getting stuck. And then Dorinda's interrupting her and then they're fighting in front of this woman. It was awful it was yeah awful that's I one was of like, the cringier ones yes oh ramona is insane it just insane i like a, i think you know we, we can officially feel safe in saying she's a garbage human being yeah. i mean i think it's bowen yang who said she's a white supremacist and she should die alone and i mean i'm not i'm quoting <laughs> i'm not i don't think anyone i'm not trying, wishing death on anybody but uh Oh my God. Like I am, I think that's part of my like falling a little bit off of housewives was like my moment of reckoning of like Ramona Singer is like the female Donald Trump. I can't give her airtime. She's a garbage can, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And unfortunately she's in every season, maybe not so much yeah. anymore. I don't know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. My, my two favorites from that is, um, uh, from that. And I think it's in 
that specific clip is number one it's the um the mention at all fight with bethany like on the couch like that is Uh i love there's something very specific about ramona when she starts listing things she lifts one arm up really high and like smacks her fingers and comes down she's like you had sex in a waterbed and Uh you did this uh and you were naked here and then but bethany's mentioned it all i will never not laugh at that it is just so such a choice and I just like I love her for it. <laughs> yeah, Ramon is like grabbing bananas out of the tree every time she wants to make another point. And yes. I yeah, she's a nutcase. And so that was that was a fun little you know, some of those moments I was aware of. I mean, there's that I I can't remember the location. It's in, I think it's a, a well-known gif as well, but it's somebody handing Ramona a glass of wine from like off screen and she just kind of takes it without even looking. That's Scary Island, actually. That's Scary Island, yes. It's a yes. very quick moment. If you blink, you miss it. But like, yes, I love that gif. It's yes. a wild moment. Oh, so, um, I, so I was happy to see that included. Yeah, and the, <laughs> the, the other one, because I say this a lot to Keon, is when... Ramona's like yelling at Bethany. Bethany's seated at a bar and she's like, you say you support women, but you really don't, Bethany. And then like Bethany's like, are you done? Uh, Are you done here? And she's like, Mm -hmm. wow, Bethany. Wow. And then like, but the camera's like right in her face and like the face that Ramona makes, it is perfect television. And then Bethany's like, can I get another um, soda? (laughs) Like she's not phased, which really leads us into like how... Um, you know, Bethany is like fluent in the art of like really letting Ramona have it, which I feel like is needed on every season, but kind of flows into the Cecily Strong conversation on Las Culturistas as well, too. So, yes, yes. yes. And so that was, I mean, the nuance for me is like, that's not sexy. Okay. Okay. Like that's okay. That's okay. not sexy to me. Okay. Yes. Okay. Like tickling someone with a feather. Like that, like that's sexy. Okay. Uh, I mean, I love the staccato of it. And I mean, I think there was even... Because I know she kind of quote, Cecily kind of quotes in that moment, but I remember seeing Ramona talking about this of like, um, you know, it's like I am very happy. I have these are these are these are all of my friends here. These are, I, I'm my so best happy. Girlfriends. These are my yes. best girlfriends. I'm incredibly successful. I am the best shit in my life. I'm renewing myself. I'm, I'm gonna cry right now. Like I just love like and Cecily was nailing it, and she's I would have so never. Good. She's so good at it. Like, which says, big deal. So I'd invite you. So big deal. I, like, yes. I love that. I thought that was so funny. And I just, Cecily Strong. Oh, my God. What a queen. Yeah, she's, she's so great. fucking funny. Um, speaking of which, did you, I can't believe we didn't talk about this. Did you watch her clown abortion thing? No, on... I saw it and I need to watch it. Yes. Oh, my God. It's, I mean, it's a great you know, segment and very powerful, you know, momentous and all that. But like, really, it's the art of Cecily Strong as a comedian using comedy in a really brilliant way. I mean, it, it to me, what that is beyond any message about, you know, abortion rights and all that, it's like, which is all important, of course, you know, don't get me wrong. But like, as a, as a co-host, the best supporting actress and wanting opportunities to celebrate actresses, like the artistry of Cecily Strong to do that bit, like it reflects so much on her. You know what I mean? Of just how smart she is. I need to watch it. I saw it and I just, for whatever reason, didn't press play, but I can't wait. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Lovely. Well, that's another assignment. It's another. Oh, I know. Extra credit. Extra cre- yes. Oh, I like that, that idea. Extra... Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, get that eye on your progress report. I know. So, I know. So, yeah, I had a quite the, you know, quite the feast. 
Yeah, you did. I, I'm glad you enjoyed it all. Um, it's, it's every once in a while, it's nice to just have a little bit of everything. Yeah, yeah, just a taste. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna assign you your, uh, I guess next week's best supporting please. assignment. I finally, at long last, have pulled the trigger on Insecure, and it is oh. so good. So I am assigning you just the pilot of Insecure. It is so good. Uh, I think I'm about five or six episodes in on season one, and I've been slowly... That that was, like, quote-unquote something I was watching this week, but I wanted to save it for now. Issa Rae is great. The sporting characters are great. Uh, solid. Solid in every way. And I feel like you'll really enjoy it. So, yeah, pilot of Insecure. Yeah, and which I, I have to admit, I have seen. I did watch, like, the first season oh, okay. a while ago. But it's been a long time. So it's, it would be fresh. I'd be happy to re you know, uh, re-explore and revisit Issa Rae. So that sounds great. It's great, great, great. Well, you know, the holiday season is really officially here as far as anyone can be concerned with Thanksgiving being over. And people have different traditions uh, that they like to kick off the holiday season with and that they like to kind of, you know, songs and things they watch and things they do. And I wanted to share one of my holiday traditions with you. Okay. So... Every Christmas time, really, it's not the holidays until I have watched this old video on YouTube that is, um, it is a, it, it is a girl lip syncing to the song Christmas Rapping by the Waitresses with some fun toothpick, toothpick, uh, animation as well. It is, it's, but the account for anyone want, if you want to search for it, you can search for Christmas Rapping, that's with a W. Uh, the account is Melon38. Melon as in water, 38 as in what I'll be in two years. And Ooh, so, nice. oh yeah, um, really like a year and change. It's going to be 37 in a couple months. Wow. Grandma Goobies over here. But um, <laughs> it's not like it's the most amazing lip sync in the world. It's not like it's the most brilliant video in the world. But it is, it is like an old... It's like an old Christmas decoration that's ugly, but you always put it on the tree first, you know? Okay, and yes. what's my favorite thing about this video is that this is also so many other people's Christmas tradition. This video was posted in like 2006, and so there are all these people in the comments who are like, oh, this is, what, this is a Christmas tradition. I'm so happy to find this video again. Every year I watch this, and so it gives me like such a warm sense of community that like there's this little corner of the internet that watches this girl who is probably a grown woman of her own with maybe a family already. God knows where she is. And here we all are watching her at like 15 do this little lip sync to Christmas <laughs> rapping. I can't wait. I have not, I have, have no idea what this is. And I think that's the best way to, to start or enter this. It's so special. I can't so wait. I'm, yeah, it's this is my yeah. It is a holiday tradition. Every year, I've watched this at least once or twice uh, since I discovered it. So, um, probably for at least well over a decade at this point. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. So, uh, what do you got for me? I already gave you it. <laughs> Insecure. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, gosh. First episode oh. of Insecure. That's okay. Oh, oh yeah. Um, Too sorry. much turkey. Too many uh, <laughs> Too... Thanksgiving leftovers over there. I yeah. think you need a nap. We should. We'll wrap it up here with the let's BSA wrap, of the let's, week. Let's do some Thanksgiving <laughs> wrapping. And you know, uh, yes. Oh no no no! We haven't even done our BSA of the week. Yeah, we haven't. Um, let's all right. get to it. 
let's do that now that I'm I'm turning into stuffing. So what's your BSA of the week? <laughs> My BSA of the week is very simple. It's one thing only, and it's Adele's new album. I you loving it? I'm loving it. I mean, it's 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 early days. You know what I mean? Like it, when you start to listen to a new album, you kind of have to. Well, there's this whole. It's not even controversy controversy about um not being able it's not defaulted they didn't get rid of it but you can't hit you it's just going to play the album all the way through because that's how Adele wanted it to be and Spotify accommodated that. that yeah, yeah which I find like I love it in a way too it's sort of like this diva move but um you know albums tell a story um I think it's like her most like diverse album um the best song is oh my god uh, I'm sure you've been hearing maybe rumblings of that. I, I, in my opinion, that's the best song, of course. Uh, and I really do love "Easy on Me." Still, I, th- I think that was such a wise decision um, to for that to be the first single. Um, I'm, I'm really enjoying it, and I'm still. With all that being said, like I'm still taking my time with each song, but it's hard because when you hear songs like "Oh My God" and "I Drink Wine," or even "Hold On," is really great. Um, but I, I want to. I want to ask, and maybe you haven't, have you listened to any of it beyond, you know, the special that you saw on CBS, or is that kind of the only uh, listening you've done? That's the only listening I've done so far, but I've heard great things about it, and I just heard great things about it just a moment ago from you. So uh, I, I, I will. So yeah, I will. I'm wondering, sorry to interrupt you, I maybe... Should I switch my assignment for you to listen to the album rather than you watch a TV show? It's like maybe we can do a little bit of both or something. Um, I don't know. Uh, maybe I'll take this. We'll take it off, Mike. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe, maybe. Uh, not to, not to. I know you said we're gonna take it off, Mike. But given the fact that we're we're giving extra credit this week, maybe perhaps yes. that'll be my extra credit. Seeing that I've started to become familiar with Adele. Yes. Um. And so, and you started your assignment this week. Yes. <laughs> so, so maybe like uh, the extra credit for next week is you can listen to the demise of Mrs. Baylock, and I can listen to Thirty. Oh, perfect. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Um. Oh, good. Oh, good, good, good. Um, well, did you see the clip of Adele with her English teacher? Oh, uh, yes. It I, it's so uh, good. There was a post on Instagram of, I don't remember what, I'll have to send it to you. It was, it was like a four post kind of post, you know, you gotta swipe. But like there was a video of like Adele seeing her teacher and then... Um, you know, then it was like, you know, gays everywhere tweeting about, you know, how this made them feel about their own seventh grade English teachers. And it was so funny. I was like, yes, I'm thinking about Mrs. McDonough right now, you know? Um, but yeah, I gotta tell you that, that resonated. I was like, yeah, gays and their English teachers. That's, that is not a lie. Yes. It's, it was such a beautiful moment. I loved every second of that and that they pulled it off so beautifully emma thompson like introducing that segment, oh. i'm just like and then like samuel l jackson was in the audience i just love how people will show up for adele i just love seeing fans of adele yeah <laughs> celebrity yeah. Fans. adele heads you know. yes adele. Adele. yeah what does adele call her fans i wonder you know? i wonder yeah name to come yeah um, well, yeah, my BSA of the week is very simple. You know, I have been trying to stop myself from ordering food because it's just so fucking expensive and it's not good for you. And I end up just, just getting like, oh, yeah, let's start the day with like a bagel, 
a smoothie and a big coffee that all told all together with with a tip, you know, with delivery cost me twenty one dollars, yeah. which is stupid. Um, and I don't need that many bagels in my life. So I was like, why don't I just start making my own things? And I made myself a banging egg sandwich this morning. And I have to say, I got to put a pat on the back over here because I make a very good egg sandwich. <gasps> and yes. I have a couple of tricks up my sleeve if I do say my, so myself. So I'm going to just talk you through this. Yes, I go on. So I, I, so I got an English muffin. I put it in the air fryer. Get it crispy. <gasps> you got to slice it first. Then I... I fry up two slices of Canadian bacon. Now, wow. you could switch this out with, with pork roll or with bacon bacon or ham or whatever, but, you know, that's what I was using. So I got two slices of Canadian bacon, got them nice and crispy. And Canadian bacon's great because it's like 40 calories for two yeah, slices. Sure. So go nuts. So then I, I, you know, crack the egg in the pan and, you know, you've, I, don't, I don't break the yolk. And so then I put... I take pieces of white cheddar of like from the block. So I slice some cheddar. I take I, and I break it up and I put it on top of the egg. And so Ooh, now the yes. fried egg has egg cheese on it. I also took some slices of cheese off the block and I put them directly in the pan to make some fried cheese. Whoa. So then what you do is then eventually you flip the egg with the cheese on it. And then that gets the cheese on the egg. Yes. Crispy. Oh my and I put some, gosh. And I put a little extra on the bottom and I've learned to not flip it again. Cause then the egg will get too overdone. Um, so then the sandwich is you take, you got the bottom of the English muffin, put a little green Cholula hot sauce, put down one of the Canadian bacons, put down the cheesy egg, put down the other Canadian bacon over it, put the two crispy uh, fried cheese pieces on, a little more hot sauce on the top, close the English muffin, eat it. And it was, you know, the yolk was still like a little bit runny. I love when it's just a little bit. Yes, yes. Just a little bit, you know, Um, so you can kind of dip it a little. It was was spicy. It was good. And it wasn't like, it was cheesy, but I didn't feel like I was like, regretting it i felt like it was a very it was not a lot of cheese but it went a long way you know yeah and it didn't um, cost 21 dollars. yeah and it didn't cost 21 dollars. and you know i made my own goddamn coffee and um it was so good and i just had that moment of like you know what i make a really good egg sandwich and someone needs to know about it so you're yeah. i mean mm-hmm. i love the art of breakfast food so i love that that's your i feel like everyone should have one sort of thing they do really good for every meal and i love that that's yes. your breakfast choice yes yeah yeah it, it made me feel really good about myself so um delicious yeah, that's that um but in the meantime i did put my coat on and i do have my purse because i think you've got some cooking to do we got some black friday shopping to do yeah we've got some black friday <laughs> shopping in to the do future and... but i do have some yes, cooking right, to do right. yes, in the past yes. i'm like where am i who knows <laughs> Right. I don't know. Whatever day it is right now, I need to be somewhere. That's and, right. Um, it might involve eating cold pumpkin pie right now. Ugh, bring it on. Yeah. Well, folky dokes, I don't know what we're talking about next week as usual, but I'm sure we're going to talk about something. I can't wait. Looking forward Me to it. Me neither. Uh, well, I hope that you had a happy Thanksgiving, and I hope that you have one as well. <laughs> what day is it? <laughs> happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>